incredibly exciting. It's really about as a developer, that's an amazing feeling to have. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode 26 of the latest PS5. We're just so <laughs> close. Last week, you know, we did the pre-launch episode for the, the North Americans, or Australians, the Kiwis, and anywhere else that it launched. We're so close, us here in Europe. We've got our PlayStation. We're just hours away from it. I say hours as a day and a bit, but still, we're so close. My name is Sonny yeah. Sangera, and I'm joined by Mr. Alex Sylvester. How are you doing, Alex? What's up? What's up, people? I'm doing all right. I'm doing. I'm doing pretty good. Obviously, hyped up about the, uh, the upcoming festivities, and to you, lucky, lucky game players around the world. <laughs> I'm so oh, no. jealous right now. I can't believe that you're actually got your hands on a PS5 while you're listening to our podcast. So, uh, thank you anyway for the love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And you know, last week's episode is catching up to our interview with uh, Senior Manager of Konami, Adam Batty. That's how popular last week's episode is. So it's been... Oh, nice. People nice. like it, you know. Well. And quite a few people wrote in saying they loved the tech talk, they love sales numbers. So I thought, right, we're going to start with sales numbers this week. But before we get into that, Alex, what have you been playing over the last seven days? Over the last seven days, <clears throat> I got my hand on some old school gaming. I'm talking Rubik's Cube. Yeah, so I've been basically playing around with a Rubik's Cube, trying to get my twins to uh, to, to play along with me. And it's actually been amazing, actually. <laughs> but aside from that, uh, which I definitely recommend if you have a Rubik's Cube for jump on it, because I pretty much missed that craze. Um, but aside from that, I've been pretty much stress testing uh, two cloud services, one from uh, the Nintendo Switch, as you listeners are pretty remember from last week or the week before. Uh, I downloaded uh, Control for the Nintendo Switch. Which is running off their cloud service. So it's a cloud ultimate version of Control. So you've got all the bonus features, and it even mixes with Alan Wake as well. Uh, and it's it's been pretty good. However, on a Friday night, uh, there was a bit of a clogging system. You could just tell that um, the systems, the servers were being stressed out, um, and the quality dropped. And it even kicked me out. You know, wow. my, my slots. So I was like, oh gosh, the limitations of cloud service. So I pretty much updated. Um, uh, yes, basically. That was a bit of a no-no. I then moved over to Google Stadia. So I've got a Google Stadia um, Premier uh, pack. There's a deal going on right now, people. If you have a YouTube premium account, uh, you can go into Google Stadia and just just grab one because literally it doesn't cost you anything. I mean, I think the premium YouTube package costs about, what, £11 or whatever. Uh, the offer is only exclusive to premium, I believe. Uh, and pretty much you get to try a Google Stadia with a controller and the Google Chromecast. Um, all for like a pound, if that's, you know, and then uh, you've got it pretty much for a whole month. And if you don't like it, you cancel your subscription, uh, which is only like eight ninety nine a month. Um, but bar that, I mean, the selection of games are pretty much what you expect. It's all third party. Um, I jumped into uh, Hitman, Hitman 1, and they've got the collection on there. Uh, and that's the game I was pretty much testing out. And pretty much on the first, like, test area, you're pretty much on this, like, helicopter hangar or whatever you call it. Uh, it was glitching out then <laughs> it's like, I haven't even got into the game I mean I haven't even even had a chance to see anybody let alone kill anybody and like um, yeah it was it was just crazy so um yeah so right now people the uh, the verdict is cloud is a no-no get your hands on a PlayStation 5 <laughs> and enjoy some premium gaming because we're just not at that stage just yet but uh, that's what I've been playing Mm, I mean, it's it's weird though because we spoke about it. I mean, I did say a long time ago that Stadia was going to start and fail because Google have more failures and you know successes, but their successes are just massive. <laughs> yeah, but the failures yeah. are a plenty. It's just yeah. again, it doesn't matter how fast our internet can be. Bandwidth is everything, right? And it's just there's not enough <laughs> to go around. And you know, the UK suffered when the Xbox Series X started. It was the the, the most data used on the internet in the U I was like just wait just 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 <laughs> give it a week that record will be yeah. broken again you know but yeah I mean as I mentioned before I didn't really want to get into a big game before PS5 obviously waiting for Miles and the games to play on launch so uh, finished 
and have finally completed the entire saga of The Walking Dead, the Telltale series. Uh, nice. Great ending to the game. I was really happy with it. Telltale's classic. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I highly recommend The Walking Dead ones, especially the ones with Clementine yeah. in there, just because obviously they're really emotional. Your decisions really do change the game. It's really good. So finish yeah. that. And then I thought, right, I've got a couple of days left. What do I do? So I've just been playing PES online. Um, <laughs> I just thought I don't want to get into anything now because I'm sick of this shit loading. I'm, si- I'm, I'm sick of this slow <laughs> UI. You know, it took seven no, years for me to say this PS4. Discovery now, isn't it? It's like, oh, does your game still load? <laughs> no, it's just, it's just, it's just mad. It's mad because obviously when you go from PS4 to PS4 Pro, it's so there's so such a big difference in terms of just smoothness, specifically yeah. on the UI. So when you go back from Pro to a base PS4, oh my god, oh my god, man, you know what I mean? It's it's terrible, but. Yeah, as I mentioned, you know, just like 36 hours away from the next generation. Cannot wait. But, Alex, we may be 36 hours away from the launch of PlayStation 5, but that hasn't stopped its games from turning up in the top 10 charts. Say what? Exactly. That makes sense. Like, what? It's not even out yet. (laughs) So, um, obviously, some sales data for you. um, Some really, really interesting news. So, as you know, the um, Xbox Series X and S launched in the UK on November 12th. It was like a worldwide thing. Um, So, just to give you an idea, the Xbox Series X and S combined sold 155,000 units in the UK, which is a re- the, the best number Xbox has ever done in the UK on a launch. Um, in comparison, obviously, the PS4 sold 250,000. The PSP was the previous record holder at 186,000. And if there was more Xboxes available, they probably would have sold more as well. But it's a good number for Xbox. It's a small number when compared to others. I'm just you know yeah. saying that. Uh, worldwide, the Xbox Series X and S sold between 1.2 and 1.4 million hardware units. 900,000 were the Xbox Series X. 400,000 plus were the Xbox Series S. Of that number, seven hundred half, 745,000 were in North America alone. So it shows the strength of that market. But, yeah. you know, it's what we've been talking about, how, like, when you... You know, Microsoft have pitched that it's the most successful Xbox launch ever. It was, but then if you look under the under the wording and under the press briefings, it launched in almost triple the amount of countries than the Xbox yeah. One. So it was bound to sell more no matter what. But yeah. again, you know, pales in comparison to Nintendo or Sony numbers when they do launches. So, but it's great for Xbox. But you would have thought Xbox Series X games would have dominated the UK uh, charts last week. But then two things. A, you got to remember that there is no Xbox Series X games. <laughs> Went there. Boo, sorry, guys. I had, to, I had to take the cheap shot there. Um, so obviously the big launch game for the Xbox Series X in the UK uh, was third-party title Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um so, 60% yep. of the sales of that game were on PlayStation consoles, and the remaining 40 on Xbox. But what was interesting is of that 60, 18% of them were PS5. Wow. The machine's not out yet in the UK. <laughs> so, you know, that tells you um, how big. And obviously, again, Microsoft have obviously come out and said they're not going to report hardware sales numbers again this generation, but they've took it one step further. There isn't actually a format breakdown for which versions of the Xbox game were sold. It's just classed as one Xbox SKU. That's it. So there's no like Xbox One or series breakdown for next gen, whereas there is on PlayStation. So you can see 42% of Assassin's Creed Valhalla sold on PS4, 18% on PS5. As you can imagine, when the machine comes out this week, Valhalla will still be there, and you'll see that percentage change in a big way, because yeah. a lot of people were probably unaware that it could, they could get the game last week. Um, Call of me. Duty, Black Ops Cold War, obviously, it's a big, obviously, launch title that's marketed around Sony shows and stuff on the build-up, but... Uh, UK box sales, this is not digital, this is just boxed sales, 39% were on PS4, 17% right. were on PS5, Again, the hardware hasn't launched yet. 9% was on Xbox Series consoles, but the machine that was a launch week for that machine. So even though the PS5 wasn't out yet, it doubled the Xbox sales. (laughs) It doubled the Xbox. Oh my gosh. This is the sign of things to come. 
This is the shocker, Alex. Are you ready for this? Go for it. Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yeah. 71% last week sold on PS5. 29% on PS4. <laughs> wow. So people were going big on Miles Morales, which was, you yeah. know, last week was the biggest week <clears throat> for the year in the UK market. That's huge. That's including, like, coming January sales and spring sales and obviously the lockdown yeah. where we were seeing record-breaking numbers last week was the biggest week in the year for video game sales and miles finished third and 71 percent of that third ranking was ps5 and the machines are not out yet again you'll see a bigger <laughs> swing no pun intended this week when the machine launches so in total as i mentioned when you've still got the dominant switch selling away and you've got the launch of the xbox machine PS5 games accounted for almost 19% of all games sold in the UK last week. And once again, Alex, the machine is not out yet. 19%. Wow. That is impressive. Of every boxed video game sold in the UK last week, and the machine's not out yet. You know, I'm just going to keep checking it out there, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it just shows how... I'm, I'm actually shocked more at the Miles Morales number. Yeah. That people obviously want to play that on... PlayStation 5, you know what I mean? Well, you would have to. I mean, it's just like an awesome game, and obviously it is the launch title, which is going to show, showcase, you know, especially with such a good franchise, what the um, PlayStation can do. It's just going to showcase the obviously the graphics. We've got the ray tracing as well. Um, but the, the the luscious, just the luscious frame rate as well. We've never seen Spider-Man look so fluid, you know? So And Sony's just smacked it right at the park. I mean, I've said it numerous times before, They've got this launch down. I mean, even though it's been um, a bit of a hiccup a year, you know what I mean? Obviously, we've had a lot of issues, but they've definitely got it down to the end of the year. The holidays, they've got Spider-Man. It's going to be a great, uh, pretty much, end of the year to them. You know, mm. I don't even want to say. I think the weird thing with Spider-Man as well is you mentioned a lot of things happening in and around the world. You know, when the unfortunate, obviously, protests started in America, you know, Sony's show was seven days later and they focused on Miles being this, the first thing we saw for PS5 was Miles Morales, you know. Well, and totally. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's what I'm saying. But they haven't... They, they, they've really pushed the Puerto Rican side of Miles Morales, yep. which has got a lot of people, you know, really happy in North yep. America because they don't see that representation that often in video games. Of they've course. got the big Black Lives Matter movement within the game with the special edition suit as well. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that they, they've they've got the trends, you know, and it's something that people can relate to this character to. He's the most beloved Marvel character there is. Batman would kick his ass, but he's still a Marvel character. So, you know, <laughs> um, but we'll get back to Miles a bit when we talk about some review scores. But uh, I wanted to bring up um, a PS4 game, and that's Ghosts of Tsushima, Alex. Five million sold for um obviously the single player game and his 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 the thing for you right sales lifted massively when they released that big free update that included the multiplayer mode and stuff why did they not they should have just sold it as that's, that's business loss they then could they could have yeah they easily could have but yeah i mean that's just only just saying a big thank you to the 100 million plus fans out there which they i hope they don't forget for the next generation <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jim Ryan's saying all the things I don't want him to say, which is, you know, we're not going to forget and it's going to take two to three years. I'm like, shut up, Jim. 36 hours, I don't give a crap. Go back on your word, Jim. I was like, in 36 hours, I don't give a crap about the PS4. <laughs> you know, that's it. It's got, hit it with a hammer. But, um, you know, it's 5 million is great. Um, it's a big number for a single player orientated game. You know, a lot of people said that it's too much of a risk. It's too close to The Last of Us 2. Uh, you know, people aren't interested in the game. And it just shows what a good, you know, what word of mouth could do on a good game. You know, like, yeah. it didn't need, like, massive, massive publicity. And it did have that as well. But, I mean, it's just word of mouth about how solid it is. And, you know, I went back and I was thinking about it and I thought, do you know what? Despite the looks, it's probably one of the best open world games, open world games I've ever played, because it had everything wow. you want. It had diverse missions. It had great graphics. It had an amazing yeah. story, amazing lineage. I was just like, yeah, what, what else can you? And SSD load speeds on a hard drive. I don't know how they did it, but it was just, <laughs> you know, the game was amazing. You know, yeah. I was, I was really well, happy to see that number. And again, if you have a PS5, listeners, sixty frames per second locked, no frame rate dip. Even faster load times, I don't even know how that's possible. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be like, you know, be inverted. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I also think that they released it at the right stage of the uh, the life cycle. Mm. Um, when I was thinking something, I was thinking, yeah, perfect time. It's all about time. You don't want to go against any other big, massive title, which could potentially have skewed uh, the sales figures. But I think uh, because of what happened this year, and because um, Sony was able to give these temple games all the attention that they, they they well deserved, it reflected in the sales. Mm. You know, how many times have seen really good games just being washed away with, uh, what's the, you know, the, the other competition? You know, it's, it always happens. It's all about timing. And Sony could just relax this year. Mm. You know, they had Last of Us and then Ghost Jimmer. I mean, it's just, and now with Spider-Man, you know, I mean, they're pretty much, they're going to be dominating um, the end of year. I mean, they've got, what, Q2, Q3 will sewn up. And then I got Q4. So well, I think yeah, with the well, Golden Joystick Awards, nine almost fifty percent of the games that are up for Ultimate Game of the Year are PlayStation games. They've got <laughs> so many games; it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. But you can see what it means. It's, it's it's you you end strong and you start strong, and that's what Sony yeah, have done. You know, and that's, that's a big thing. And the people, you know, <clears> have it. Like I said, the, the the Xbox came out worldwide last week and all I saw on social media was pictures of Miles Morales and people doing the most amazing photo mode stuff you, you will ever see. Surprisingly, not surprisingly, sorry, everybody's using it in Spider-Verse suit, you know, and <laughs> taking insane photo mode. Dude, people were recreating oh, scenes God. of the film in the game with the music. Yeah. And that's brilliant as well. They've just, uh, I mean, they've put that on Netflix now, hasn't it? I think it was like mm. number one or number two. I watched that film again, and it is still the best Spider-Man film, bar, I think, Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire, which is still down as a classic, but it just had great story, I mean, depth of emotion, you had a whole breadth of characters, which you've mm. never really seen before, but, uh, and the fact is that they've released Miles Morales at the same time as, you know, the launch on Netflix, mm-hmm. you know, obviously Sony is just, you know, they're they're coordinating their marketing um, strike perfectly, so on the marketing front, man, they get gold stars, man. Mm. Well, before we move on, last bit of sales needs to be so uh, MPD, which is obviously the North American numbers um, for sales in the United States, released um, the top 10 selling games year to date. So 2020 year to date. And surprisingly, you know, at the end of a generation, it's year over year. There's more games sold in 2020 than 2019. So well, that's, that, yeah, that's a massive thing, you know. Um, obviously, people, the pandemic is a big part of that, but it's just the quality of games. So, uh, in, on the top of your head, think about every game in 2020, obviously, not the next gen stuff because that wouldn't have sold enough. But what do you think is the best selling game in America in 2020 to date? To date, 2020? Just for 2020, uh, yeah. Well, I would have to go onto the Nintendo camp and go for Animal, Animal Crossing. Is that right? Animal Crossing. Well, you were close, but no. It's Call of it's Duty. Mo- it's Call of Duty. Take into a fact that Call of Duty sells millions yeah. before, when it launches and Christmas. The number one selling game of 2020 is Call of Duty Modern Warfare. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> you cannot <laughs> underestimate how big this game is. It probably sold. Like themselves. Like, you know what? I think the big, the big, the big thing for Call of Duty, I think, is uh, Warzone, which is a battle royale. It's really, really popular, ridiculous right. in file size. But obviously, Call of Duty Modern Warfare um, is the number one selling game of the year. Number two is Animal Crossing. Um, number three is Madden Twenty One, yeah, and then yeah. four, five, and six is all Sony first party, which is The Last of Us Two, Ghost yeah. of Tsushima, and then Final Fantasy Seven Remake. But it kind of gives you an idea because if Ghost of Tsushima has sold like five million, that puts like what Last of Us a couple of million more, Final Fantasy Seven maybe at like four million or so. You know, you can kind of gauge those numbers. Yeah. But I am expecting by the end of twenty twenty, Animal Crossing should overtake Modern Warfare because people will just stop buying Modern Warfare now. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> whereas people will just keep buying Animal Crossing, won't they? So, But I expect NBA 2K to climb up that list once the PS5 yeah. version um, officially launches, you know. But yeah, a lot of sales numbers. I know listeners love to hear sales numbers, so we will talk a lot more about sales numbers, specifically, obviously, with the PlayStation 5 coming out, and we'll get that data to you every week in the episode. But Al, I want to so, switch over to um, some review scores. So, obviously... 
you've got Sackboy, you've got Demon Soul, Spider-Man Miles Morales, your big boy game Bug Snacks, and uh, a game that you shouted out before everyone else, The Pathless, you know, and the reviews have come out and you know, we'll start with Miles Morales, you know, I'll just yeah. I'll chuck out through a few for you. Yeah. So, uh, Games Beat, 10 out of 10. EGM, 10 out of 10. God is a Geek, 9.5 out of 10. Uh, US Gamer, 9 out of 10. Millennium, 8.5 out of 10. IGN Italia, 8.5 out of 10. Press Start, 8.5 out of 10. IGN, 9 out of 10. Game Informer, 9 out of 10. PlayStation Universe, 9 out of 10. The Gamer, 9 out of 10. True Gaming, 9 out of 10. You know, it's got like a high, I think a mid or high 80s on Metacritic overall. Um, yeah, it's reviewed really well, but you said it. Everyone's going to talk about the performance mode, and people are just one common thread amongst all the reviews is how amazing the ray tracing mode, which is a fidelity mode, is, and how breathtaking the sixty frames is. Yeah, yeah. Once you go sixty, you can't go back, right? I know, I know. That's <laughs> why I said, you know, well, piss me off if you if you're listening and you're a trophy listener. There's a bronze trophy, a flipping bronze trophy. For clocking New Game Plus. Bronze. Really, Insomniac? Come on. A gold at least. Bronze for playing the game the whole time through. But I thought, okay, that's giving me the excuse. I will play my initial playthrough in in fidelity mode. So ray tracing on 30 frames yeah. per second. Then I'll do the New Game Plus in 60. Because I know that I can't do it the other way around. So. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> crazy. It would be really difficult. But then again, if you're using the, uh, the uh, Spider-Verse suit, I mean, that's already reduced frames anyway because it's matching the film, isn't it? So you'll kind of be used to it. Mm. You know, I mean, that's even less than 30 frames per second. I think they were like, what, 15, 20, is it 15 or 20? Anyway, around that. So, um, I mean, they go for those comic book frames. So I don't think it's going to be so bad. You know, I, I know definitely I'll be playing it in um, fully ray traced. You know, I'm not even going to touch 60. I'll do, I'll touch 60 when I go, you know, when I play the game again for the second time around, but definitely the first time around. Mm. And listeners, deliciousness. as we said, if you're going to get Miles Morales or you, you are playing, play the game first, ray tracing on fidelity mode, 30 frames per second, because once you go 60, if you try and go to the 30 frames, it's going to feel slow. So don't do that. Um, your game, Bug Snacks, Al, you took the piss. You took the oh, piss out of this game. You, and then. I mean, I that's the one. This is the one game, uh, ladies and gentlemen. That uh, so you will be sleeping outside <laughs> of Now I won't need to. It's free on PlayStation Plus, you know. But um, its review scores oh, well, to give you an idea: IGN gave it eight out of ten. Yeah. Uh, Dual Shockers eight and a half out of ten. Shock News nine out of ten. Hardcore Gamer eight out of ten. The Six Access nine out of ten. God is a Geek nine out of ten. It's obviously got. I, I, I did say I that. This, really. Well, I it did say true. that um, Octo Dad which was their yeah. um, previous game um, was a very niche game but it had high critical acclaim so yeah. and and this game is you know <clears throat> from a lot of people saying it's a lot darker than yeah. you think it makes no flipping sense but the gameplay <laughs> is unbelievable and we yeah. just said it at the top of the show if the gameplay is good the game is great yeah. so yeah all right then yeah we'll give it a go as soon as it comes out we'll give it a best I'll tell you one that will not get a go regardless of its review, review scores yeah by Volcano High, that game can fuck the right off. I oh, said it from the moment they showed it. I'm saying it from the moment they release it. That game can f right off. Watch it be the most amazing game ever. Yeah? That's clearly a filler in it. They were just like, oh yeah, we gotta pad out the time a little bit. I bet it's like Goodbye Volcano High, Tekken Eight, and I'm like, no. <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, your game, The Pathless, Alex. Now this this yeah. game has. Uh, you know, IGN 8, Game Informer 8, Press Start 9, Gaming Trend 9, The Six Access 9, Gaming Bible 9, Eurogamer 8, uh, and a lot of people are crediting it as well, down to the dual sense capabilities uh, in this game. And yeah. I did watch a new video of it, flipping out, yeah. this game is, looks beautiful. It does, it does really look good. It looks like they've taken it straight out of the Nintendo camp, uh, and with, like you said, with the dual sense. Um, Collab is just going to be. Uh, I just can't wait to see how they're going to utilize it. Obviously, predominantly you're using a bow and arrow, aren't you? So I'm mm. guessing with the uh, with the bow and arrow starts getting too tense, the back triggers are also going to reflect the same way. So uh, I'm just interested to see that. And plus, if it's going to be running that glorious 60 frames per second, which I hope it is, with that animation style, I'm all for it. I'm all for it, man. I can't wait. And then, obviously, the highest um, critically 
reviewed game on the launch, Demon Souls. Push Square gave it a 10, Digital 9.5, VGC 5 out of 5, The Gamer 5 out of 5, Screen Rant 4.5 out of 5, Press Start 9 out of 10, 4 Players 9 out of 10, GameSpot 9 out of 10, IGN 9 out of 10. It was expected. It was going to get crazy review scores. But the common thing I read from gamers is it's the most beautiful video game they've ever seen. Really? Okay. They talk, people are talking about the visuals and YouTube yeah. does it no justice. And as, yeah. as you can imagine, as soon as Metacritic opened user scores, it got bombed yeah. massively, like one out of tens, yeah. you know, consistently. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I said I was going to play this game and give it a go just because it, it's so damn beautiful. But from what people are saying and what they're sharing, the photo again, photo mode is the marketing future, man. You know, Sony have smashed yeah. photo mode and. You know, people yeah. are putting these pictures up, and I'm just like, God damn! I thought Ghost of Tsushima <laughs> was beautiful, but this game is taking it to whole levels. Gorgeous, gorgeous. And yeah, well. you know, people talking about as well. It's not just most beautiful, but the frame rate is stunning as well. So yeah, definitely, uh, we'll be giving that a go. But again, that also has fidelity or performance, so you can choose. But okay. they said that with that game, you can't even tell the difference in terms of the visuals. <laughs> So, and that's the thing about even Spider Man. I mean, even though it is running at 30 frames per second, from what I've heard, it still looks so fluid. I mean, it may even be more than 30 frames per second, it could be maybe even 40. You know what I mean? Mm. But they're just capping it off at 30 because you know, the, the PlayStation's got so much, the PS5 has got so much power underneath its, underneath its hood. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's, it's weird how people are saying it looks like the smoothest 30 FPS that they've ever seen, mm. you know. so... I bet you differently. It's not actually fair for them. But anyway, we better test that when we get our hands on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, so, one obviously, anytime there's a launch, as with the Xbox Series X and with PS5 and that, there is a few hiccups. And one of the hiccups was with the PlayStation 5. Some people were reporting that downloads would get stuck in a queue and nothing would move. And that also, if you put the machine into rest mode, some machines were bricking. And you'd have to reset the machine to restart it again. Well, thank you very much, you North American listeners, for beta testing the PlayStation 5 for (laughs) us. Because a system software update has been released today, which just simply (laughs) tagged as improved system performance. 800 megabytes in size. um, But a lot of people have already reported that it's running, you know, that everything is downloading perfectly fine. They're putting things into rest mode, um, which is great. So... Again, luckily we didn't deal with that. <laughs> I think I would have a heart attack being in lockdown and then my PlayStation bricks on me. I'm like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, just, it's to be expected. You know what I mean? Every system that gets launched, regardless of whether it's on time or early or late, mm. um, they still have to have day one patches. So uh, I'm just glad that they've actually managed to sort it out, especially before we get our hands on it, because I don't want any issues. <laughs> I don't have to wait anymore. That's the, that's the whole point of getting a PS5. Waiting is no longer a thing. We can just like mm. erase it out of the dictionary. The only thing we've got to wait for right now is the launch day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even yeah. that, we should skip. Um, but anyway... <laughs> Um, we spoke about it last week. We spoke about it the week before, the week before, the week before. Jim Ryan loves to talk, and he's done the same thing again. Uh, he held an interview um, this past in the last couple of days, really, um, with various, obviously, news outlets with the launch of the PlayStation 5. Yeah. And this one was specifically done by The Telegraph, which is obviously a UK publication. Um and he spoke about a number of things. And if you remember, there was a big outcry when 2K, who were the first company to come out and say that our next-gen games are 70 bucks, you know, they're going up in price by a tenner, right? Yeah. And then, obviously, EA and Ubisoft were quickly like, no, nah, our games are going to stay the same. So everyone was like, what, what's Sony going to do? <laughs> Sony turned and says, oh, we're going with 2K. It's, it's 70 bucks. People yeah. moaned, people bitched about it, and then they saw Demon Souls, and then they saw NBA 2K21 gameplay, and they were, and then price just wasn't an issue anymore because if the games looked like that, they were yeah. amazing. And the funny thing is now Xbox have come out and Phil Spencer's quote and saying that um, we're still looking at the prices, so expect them to go <laughs> up to Big seventy goal. as well. You know, it's yeah. a, it's a common thing. Yeah. So they asked him about uh, that pricing and if he thought it was fair for the next generation um and jim ryan's reply to that was yes yes i do if you measure the hours of entertainment provided by a video game such as demon souls compared to any other form of entertainment i think that's a very straightforward comparison to draw 
I mean, that's mm. kind of what we said. You get more bang for your buck with a video game than you do like cinema, because cinema tickets in America and here in the UK yeah. now are quite expensive, aren't they? Well, they are. They, you well, know, hold on, when they were open. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. but I mean, if it was something yeah. like Bug Snacks that was seventy, I'd be like, nah, we're not having any of that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, even the Miles edition hard. that is seventy bucks comes with the original Spider-Man remastered. You know, Sony was smart to say that. Yeah, we can't justify an eight-hour campaign. 70 bucks so yeah. he is spider-man ultimate you know which is obviously two games in one for 70 but i mean are you happy with 70 am i happy with 70 no of course not i don't <laughs> want to pay more for games but um <laughs> well like i said you know what i mean if they, as long as they can uh, meet the price with quality you know and and just that will keep me happy mm-hmm. um but at the same time if we're pushing towards that hundred dollar pound limit <laughs> you know I, mean? mm. it's like I could just see that going we're supposed to be seeing like a leveling off in terms of game prices uh 70 is a great price for miles morales especially with what the ultimate edition yeah that makes sense i mean you're pretty much getting two games for the price of well one and a half or whatever but um that works but like you said games like bug snacks no nba 2k i kind of think that's a bit of a piss take but anyway um I think it depends would, how you play the game. Cause I would you, as you pay maybe about 50, 50 to 60 for a game like that, you know what I mean? And then mm. probably they could probably charge extra for um, in-game purchases, mm. you know, they, and they can make it up. Because they know they would, you know, they could easily do that. But um, I don't know. I think 70 is, is kind of pushing it just a little bit. But, uh, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. The market will dictate whether they can go ahead with 70 or not. True. You know, and realistically, that's that's the power that we have as consumers. So if we just say no, then we'll say no. It's too hard to <laughs> say no. They, they I'll, I'll see a lot more people going for sales. Um, it's too hard to say no, especially if Tekken 8 comes out at 70 quid. Oh, I'll be like, yeah, here's 70 quid. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, like, so, I think what would piss me off take my money. yeah I think <laughs> I think certain games I, w- I would say warrant it depending on the hours you put in really because yeah. that's how it works in the end do, how much do you take out of a product to determine its price yeah. so if person A plays say I buy NBA 2K21 I do the career mode in single player I play it online you know I've played for hundreds and hundreds of hours that's $70 as a bargain you know, whereas yeah. if you've picked it up just because it was so beautiful and you only played it for like say seven or eight, maybe not worth that, you know. Um, but then if you look at something like Call of Duty, yeah, I paid £70 for Call of Duty Cold War for PS5. I'm planning to only play the campaign and then play multiplayer when brother, my brothers and stuff come round to play, you know. So I'm not really taking that $70, £70 value from that product, whereas somebody who puts hundreds and hundreds of hours into multiplayer, prestigious yeah. their guns and their characters, they're, they're definitely getting their value. And it's the same, like we said, Tekken, we put hundreds of hours a year into, Pez, hundreds of hours a year in, hours into per year. So you make your money based on what you get out of that product, really. You know, Game Dev Tycoon, it's the greatest bargain in history. You know, <laughs> it's a mobile phone game. But At you the just, same time. At the same time, it's still 70 bucks. I mean, we were still putting in all those hours in where we were paying less than that. <laughs> even mm. more, you know what I mean? It's even better when you get it on a deal or a sale. But however, yeah, prices are going up. And yeah, some of these campaigns last for long, like you're saying. I mean, you could either do the, the multiplayer and pretty much play forever. Or you could just do like the single player mission and pretty much just be done in like, what, 12 hours? At least you got the resale value. <laughs> I'm going to so, call it now. If that I... says, it's not too bad. <laughs> I'm going to call it now. I think... If there's a GTA six, that's gonna be even more than seventy. Oh, I think I if know. anyone had the big set of cojones to go even higher, it's Rockstar. They don't give a shit. They'll just do it. They'll be like, it's eighty pounds for that game, thank you very much. You know. Yeah. I mean C D Project Red, the guys who made The Witcher Three and who are currently um fighting to get Cyberpunk out this year said the same thing. That we could sell this game for a hundred dollars because the game is that big, you know, and people yeah, would yeah. still buy it. So but anyway. Yeah. We'll see, as you said. If anybody could definitely guarantee that price would be Nintendo because they don't even decrease or put discounts on any of their first-party games for nothing. It could be the end of the world and they'll still keep it at like $60. Um, So, yeah, uh, I hear that. I think they're just thinking, okay, well, if Nintendo can do it and be balls up about it, yeah, why not? You know, Mm -hmm. we've got next-generation tech. We could easily throw in an extra tenner. So I just hope, like I said, that the game actually, the quality of the game reflects the price. And if that's the case, then, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, the same interview, The Telegraph went on to ask Jim Ryan about the hard drive storage. Um, obviously, adop- early adopters for finding out the 664 gigabytes of hard drive space. 
with a PS5. Um, and he said in the interview, um, did it, we're not hit. With it. Ryan said during the interview that wasn't a complaint Sony, Sony saw being leveled at too often. Saying, we're not hearing that. We'll obviously watch what happens as people unbox their PlayStations and start to use them. We think we'll be okay. We obviously are able to monitor hard drive usage on the PS4 microscopically and everything that we saw that indicates that we should be fine. So, I mean, we spoke about it last time, you know, improved Wi-Fi on the PlayStation 5. Um, yeah. You can just re-download things if you don't have data cap. I think for people that don't have data cap, especially here in the UK and Europe, we're fine. North America, North America, where data caps is pro- you know, proliferant in the U- across yeah. the whole country, where there's like you're on a data cap, it might be a pain. But like this, we said we spoke about it last week and the week before that eventually you'll be able to put SSDs in. They'll they said they'll patch for external uh, SSDs and HDDs and stuff like that. So it's not an issue at the moment. I think the only issue is if you're playing Call of Duty, which <laughs> just seems to be yeah, a massive, massive file size. It is a massive file size, but even if you do in, um, install Call of Duty with all the bells and whistles, you still got enough space, you know, mm. and especially for the amount of games that are actually available on launch. You know, I think everyone's going to be fine. I mean, I know there's a bit of complaints about the fact that Xbox has come out. Yeah, fair enough, they didn't have a good launch title, but they've actually got the peripherals there. They mean, they've got the, the memory card <laughs> if you want to buy the memory card. And you can also, uh, you've got a choice of uh, compatible um, uh, hard drives, you know, SSDs that you can actually connect. So um, I guess people are waiting for the Sony camp to actually come out with, you know, a list of compatible hard drives as well. But I guess only time will tell. But for the time being, that's stuff that we need to worry about in the future. I mean, yeah, fair enough. They've kind of lied to us about the, the whole hard drive. I mean, it's supposed to be 850, so like 600 or whatever. It's like, come on. Mm. But, um, but yeah, even with 600, we've still got enough time to install Call of Duty, get Miles Morales on there, get Spider-Man on there, even NBA 2K, uh, and even Demon Souls. So I don't think anyone's got anything to worry about. Not just yet, anyway. Mm. And like, especially when we've got um, good download speeds as well. You know, what I mean, if you're fortunate enough to have that with decent broadband in the area, free download of the game, you could do overnight. Um, so, or if not before then, and launching it, you know, you don't have to worry about lo- uh, loading screens anymore. So, <laughs> you know, that's a win. So, um, as long as you can archive the games, I've got no issues with that. You know, as long as you can archive it, because I'm not going to be playing like more than ten games at once. So, but anyway. Yeah, I mean, Sony's always PS4 already has that in the library, so everything you've ever yeah. purchased or downloaded is in your library, and the sort and filtering options on PS5 are much better, so you can quick access and re-download a lot oh, easier. Um, you mentioned earlier about the PS4 and Sony not forgetting the PS4 gamers. Cheeky, yeah. the Telegraph, um, in its final question for Jim Ryan, asked about PlayStation exclusive God of War Ragnarok, um, whether they would see it cross generation versions like Horizon Forbidden West and Spider Man Miles Morales. He quickly yeah. turned around and replied, Sorry, I've got nothing to say about that today. Um, <laughs> but then he went on to answer slightly about cross generation titles in the PlayStation's future, saying, We've got a community of PS4 gamers, 100 plus million strong. It would be wrong to walk away from those people too early. And they've been engaged with their PS4s this year under lockdown to a greater extent than at any point over the course of the cycle. They're using their PlayStations. They're happy with their PlayStations. Why would we stop giving them games? So, I mean, we get it. We as gamers are desperate for full-on PS5. And I think if the game, if the developer has pushed the game, i.e. Demon's Souls, um, that game, obviously, if it was capable of running on a PS4, they probably would have put it on PS4, but the game is just a technical marvel, you know, from the visual standpoint that they've said, no, it's PS5 only. I think you mentioned it as well. If you Sony will look at the install base, they can see the numbers of how many people are engaging, and if they think that, um, oh, Xbox is too close to us in sales, we'll do God of War exclusive, whereas if as expected, it will have a big lead by that point. They'll probably turn around and say, let's just make more money and whack it on the PlayStation 4 as well. <laughs> you know, uh, because you know what it's like. The first year, first year and a half, two years of a game, it's always yeah. a cross-generation. It was the same with PS4 and Xbox One to the previous generation. Like, the stuff people are getting out of the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X now is very similar. The only difference will be the SSD, won't it? Like, can yeah. that game? Because apparently the big reason for Demon Souls is the load times on PS4 Pro would have been minutes long, not yeah. milliseconds, you know, like on PS5. Yeah. So, yeah, 
he said a lot, and he probably will say a lot next week as well, and we will cover it. But I mean, are you happy that we stick to chatting more bollocks with me? <laughs> At the end of the day, like I said earlier about the um, about the the price of games, you know, it's it's that's what it's all down to, isn't it? It's all down to us, the you know, the market. You know, we'll determine whether it actually makes sense or not. Um, mm. Whether it makes sense for them to release it just on the PS5 or the PS4, but realistically. For them to just say, oh, yeah, we're so, you know, arrogant enough to say, oh, yeah, we don't really need to worry about the 100 million install base that we actually have would be just silly on their part. You know what I mean? Mm. It wouldn't really make too much sense. So, But like you said, we'll see exactly how the sales figures uh, favor next year. But realistically, I could see them releasing um, um, God of War on the PS4. They could do it. I mean, obviously, they want to try and encourage people to go into the PS5 because you don't have to wait for nothing. And that's going to be the biggest selling point go get the PS5 version because you don't have to wait. You know, they could even do a comparison of two people playing the game, one on the PS4, one on the PS5, and they go on the PS5, and this is just sailing through the game, while the person on the PS4 is still waiting for the game to load initially, <laughs> you know? So, um, but yeah, it, they'll be shooting themselves in the foot if they just said no to the 100 million fans. I mean, what we were expecting um, for this year, for the first year of sales. Oh, they're expecting big numbers, yeah. I think they said I'm, that... I'm looking. Well, they said seven and a half million this fiscal year, so that's up between now and March thirty first, which would put right. it ahead of PS four. So yeah. uh, probably about fifteen by the by next Christmas. Yeah. I think it all comes down to stock. Okay, you don't say anymore. Guaranteed, yeah, it's it's coming on the PlayStation four. Mm. <laughs> it's without a doubt, without a doubt. If anything, what they might do. There's two choices. They'll definitely release on the PlayStation 4, or what they'll do is probably later on in the year, about four months' time or whatever, they'll delay um, God of War. In oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, and, they'll, and they'll wait till probably the, the following holiday, mm. you know, maybe uh, yeah, 2022, you know, and um, and then release it then and just do like a big, massive fanfare for them. That way they'll have a decent enough fan base for it, install base, and um, they could get some good numbers. But even at that stage, they would still be releasing it on the PlayStation 4. You know? Well, he so, did um, say, um, yeah. obviously, uh, specifically the games we're talking about that are confirmed for dual generation is Horizon Forbidden West, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Sackboy, Big Adventure. He did yeah. go on and say uh, in the same interview, the first thing to say is that our PS5 experiences or versions of these games are built from the ground up to take advantage of the PS5 feature set. So yeah. I think offering a PS5 version of these games for the PS5 community and then a PS4 version of these games to the PS4 community, I don't see what's wrong with that. And, you know, um, NBA showed it because NBA 2K came out on PS4. Then the gameplay trailer came out, you know, built from the ground up for PS5. And it's a totally different, beautiful game, you know. And people are talking about how great Miles is on PS4 already, but the PS5 version is completely different, you know. And... Yeah, as we get later in the generation, you'll see these games, you'll see the differences. But if the game is amazing and it's taking advantage of the SSD, the Tempest audio and the DualSense controller, I'm happy. You know, yeah. um, And if the PS, PS4 generation is anything to go by, the start of the generation to the end, the game quality just jumped massively. And we expect yeah. the same thing. The developers are excited to develop for PS5. And mm -hmm. um, we as gamers... We'll be enjoying that, but um, with that being said, Alex, we've got a couple of letters yep. here, um, so okay. we'll move on to letters from the listeners. Yeah, hello, listeners. Okay, so the first letter comes from Ryan from Ireland, and uh, he wrote into us and said, Guys, Sony have front-loaded the PS5 launch with great games. Phil Spencer said that launch is important and Halo is launch. Now he's saying it's all about holiday 2021 and not launch. What do you think Sony will do between now and 2021? So he's talking about what Microsoft, obviously Phil mm. Spencer talked about how important launch is and that's why Halo is on the launch and then Halo got delayed and now Phil Spencer's come out and said it's all about holiday 2021. <laughs> you know, not the yeah, foundation yeah, you need to yeah. set, just holiday 20. Yeah. And it is important because if they can back end yeah. this first year with Halo, with... Um, <clears throat> Forza and other games that would be really really yeah. strong but I mean we spoke about be. this a bit last week you know we're talking about Miles, Demon Souls, Sackboy, Astros, yep. uh, we've got Gran Turismo, we have Ratchet and Clank and Horizon yeah. for the second half of 2021 um, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, do you think Sony will chuck more surprises in there? Obviously, you've got third-party exclusives yeah. like Deathloop, Ghostwire Tokyo, yeah. and these yeah, games yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those games I'm definitely looking forward to. I guess there's going to be a number of games that they're just like holding close to their chest. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I, I've no doubt that they're going to be able to keep us on our toes and keep us, uh, well, making sure that we're still going to be spending our money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or we'll definitely have something to look forward to every two months at least. Um, so yeah, definitely expect to hear something from um, the Sony camp. But yeah, I mean Phil Spencer uh, about the, the Halo launch. Yeah, it's a shame. It really is a shame about them. But at least they've really uh, focused heavily on their back catalogue, you know, and that's a really good move from them. Uh, obviously, they've got the Xbox, uh, Xbox as well. So you know, they're doing all right. They'll they'll be okay. And like, if this is just the initial run, isn't it? I mean, they could still gather ground. I hope they do, because if it would be really boring if it's just Sony just creaming again. They're in the PS3 position, aren't they? Like Sony had such a bad start on PS3. Yeah. They, they launched two great games in Resistance, Fallen Man and Motorstorm and then you had yeah. Heavenly Sword and then there was nothing for like a good solid yeah. year and a half. So, you know, yeah. Microsoft are in that position where they showed a lot of games in their first party showcase that obviously were years away. If they yeah. don't fall too far behind in this first year and they can keep in touching distance before the launch of the next Halo and Forza and Hellblade 2 yeah. and things like that, then they've, they've got a great chance, you know, but I yeah. think the key will be third-party deals, you know, Beth yeah. the Bethesda yeah. purchase was amazing, but Bethesda games are, are, are years away, and the two that they've got coming up are Sony-timed exclusives in Deathloop and obviously Ghostwire Tokyo and things like that, so... Yeah. And Xbox has also got the uh, the EA as well, the EA deal. EA Play, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's decent. Um, as I says, you, you mentioned it move. there. Very good move. As I says, you move. mentioned it there. Um, it's good because this is the first time in what has seemed like ten years, fifteen years, maybe that they feel different. Yeah. You know, and someone said it best on social media. Um, the Xbox is Netflix and Sony is the cinema at the moment in terms of the games and the experiences you're getting, which is uh, great. But I don't know if that's a good comparison to say because cinema is dying. <laughs> no, but you get the... I think they're talking about it from dying. the experience standpoint. Like, if you had a chance to watch Tenant on Netflix over the cinema, yeah, yeah. you know the difference between the two, you know? So yeah, yeah. it's one of them. But, yeah, we'll see, Ryan. You know, it's yeah, going to be a great we'll first year for both consoles. Um, yeah. And... Pray that Microsoft compete because if Microsoft compete, compete, Sony don't rest and they'll push it and push it and push it. And yeah. what we got in the PS4 generation was the foundations were set in the middle of the PS3 generation when they were struggling. And this yeah, is what yeah. we got at the end, and this is what we want again. So fingers crossed. Um, moving on, Irene from Washington. Uh, yeah. Irene, yeah. you're taking the piss on this first sentence. So she says, um, sorry, latest PS5 crew. I can't help it. The PS5 is amazing and the controller is lit. Fuck off, Irene. <laughs> lit. <laughs> 36 hours. All right, that's all I'm saying. Um, okay. What will you be doing on your first day with the PS5? Uh, Astro's Playroom, <laughs> mate. I, I've just heard nothing but amazing. This is like PlayStation nostalgia. Uh, yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to play it. I'm going to be fucking around with that sense like crazy. Yeah, the dual sense. I mean, I heard that the first part of the game, I mean, it is literally built for the dual sense. And like, and you get like, a, I think there's a number of blocks which are like falling down on the screen and it basically creates the shape of the pad. And you can feel every single block, you know, going into the pad. I mean, I'm looking at it as if I've actually played it, but it, it just looks amazing. The fact is that they're actually just guiding you through, well, the transition. Uh, from just basically having like standard average rumble to this brand new uh, dual sense haptic feedback generation that we're going to go into, I think that is going to be like the game that most people are going to be playing first. Um, and then just yeah, well, most I guess game freaks. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, I want to get my hands on that pad. I want to see exactly how it feels, the weight of the pad, how the triggers feel, how the buttons, you know what I mean, how they press and how they respond. Um, but yeah, I mean that haptic feedback, jeez. That is just going to be insane, absolutely insane. And the triggers are just on another level. Mm. So uh, I'm just going to be like yourself. I'm going to be just in diving into Astro's Playroom, seeing exactly what this dual sense pad has got to offer. And then I'll just be saving you know, the ice and the cake, which would be uh, Mars Morales and Spider-Man for later. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely. Be I'll be, I think I'll be messing around um, 
for probably about an hour in the user interface in the PlayStation Store, just looking at the smoothness, the speed, making sure my settings are correct, making yeah. sure I understand what I'm doing, stuff like that. Then I'll go into Astros, um, you know, while other things are installing and stuff. Yeah, I can't wait, you know. But I think, yeah, user interface, PlayStation Store, Astros Playroom, uh, that dual sense is everything, man. I cannot wait yeah. to um, get my hands on it. It is absolutely um the one to watch out for and we spoke about it as well you know that the dual sense is d1 and just listening to people talk about how it is a game changer and it's revolutionary for controllers cannot wait cannot wait and like we said it the other week uh, the ultimate compliment astros already got it's nintendo nintendo it's a nintendo game (laughs) so you know it's that you you can't get a higher compliment on a platformer than it's a nintendo game so that's it but um i mean do you have any questions al yeah, we do have a couple of questions. Uh, we have one from uh, Sue, uh, long-time listener, second-time emailer, I guess. Uh, she asks, evening, guys. Uh, we are so close to the PlayStation 5 launching officially worldwide. I have my order ready. Thank you for providing us with so many shows and updates uh, in the build-up. You're very welcome, Sue. Um, looking back at the, at the first um, ever wide article to launch, what moment sticks out for you the most? I want to throw that to you. That's an amazing question. And Irene, that's how you write a question in. You don't take the piss that you've got a PS5 already and make us fucking sit here and read it, you know. But uh, you're very welcome, Sue. Um, yeah, it's been a crazy ride. You know, it's so hard now. Like, holy shit, bro. I think yeah. the obvious standout for me is the initial unveil event, which yeah. was, uh, wasn't the fact that it was on my birthday. I, wasn't, I didn't even care that it was on my birthday, you know, because it was that thing. But it was the fact that me and you have grown up since the Mega Drive and Game Boy days, you know, together with video games. And we've gone generation to generation, console to console, handheld to handheld. We've been together on, you know, PS3, PS4 events, everything like that. So to sit down and have a litre bottle of Jack Daniels with you and junk food, watching the unveil event and then watching it again in full 4k straight away <laughs> full 4k was uh you know it was in I, I can't remember the last time i think we was like till about four or five in the morning we were talking about playstation it was, it's ridiculous. And that was actually your birthday as well i mean that was like i mean sony couldn't have planned it any better than that <laughs> <laughs> so like, like what a present like yeah this is for you sony <laughs> so i think I, th- I think yeah i think that was definitely my um absolute Absolute standout moment. Uh, special mention to your reaction to Xbox's first party show because right. you sat down and the first thing you wrote was frame rate question mark. Um, <laughs> and you just kept laughing at everything Microsoft was showing. And I was like, give them, I was actually trying to defend them and you just kept laughing yeah. at them. <laughs> it was hard. It was really hard. I mean, it's like, why did they think they could try and get away? Pull the wall over everybody's eyes, even if it's on YouTube with the YouTube um, compression rate. I mean, you know, everyone's going to be maxing it out to maybe what, 720 or even 1080, you know, whatever's going to be a consistent frame rate. Well, for them to show Halo as if it was brilliant. Mm. <laughs> Poor decision making. But anyway, I think yeah. And lastly, I just think the um, just when we started talking about it, like you know, when we started this show, I, mean, I think we were talking about it for a couple of weeks, and then we did it, and yeah. just from where we started to the you know to the first time the the tally changed to one play, one download, yeah. and it's just yeah. grown. Week after yeah. week after week after week yeah. after week. It's been amazing, you know. And as I mentioned, last week's show is about to become the most listened to show, you know. And if it, if it keeps growing the way we're doing, we're going to have to keep doing more shows for these listeners. If they want it, <laughs> they're going to have to tell us they want it, and then we will do it. Yeah, if listeners want it, yeah, we'll definitely deliver. Whatever it's a pleasure. What's, yours, what's your moments? My moments, uh, I guess the ones that you've you've mentioned are the, uh, the standout moments by by far. Um, uh, seeing Miles Morales, you know, being uh, showcased at first, I think was 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 impressive. You know, to show that yeah, Sony's really just taking it into a different direction, and that was something which really stood out for me. I thought, yeah, they're going to be making uh, big changes for the next generation um, easily. Um, uh, I guess. 
and, and and the fact that we were able to predict that there was actually going to be a digital edition um, for the actual PlayStation Five, mm. uh, well, that was really a nice um, a nice uh, addition to the surprise actually for the unveiling. Um, but uh, but yeah, just hearing about all the information they've been throwing out, all good and bad. I mean, it's been laughable. I mean, especially um, you know, we've had, um, uh, I think we have. Why, why am I? Why am I? Why is his name escaping me? Uh, the chief, chief technical advisor for um, uh, for Sony, PlayStation Five. Oh, Mark Cerny. Mark Cerny. Uh, sorry, brother. Uh, yeah, uh, when he pretty much announced the, uh, the the tech specs for PlayStation Five, I mean, I thought that was just it was just, it was nice. It was just nice seeing. It's almost like we were watching like an Apple event. Obviously, without all this, the flash and razzmatazz, but yeah, just yeah. <laughs> the type of effort that they're um, throwing into the, the technical side of things really show, we were just witnessing like the, the beginning of a revolution you know what i mean it was just nice to show that see that they're actually thinking about how can we actually develop games even further instead of it just making it more predictable you know and it just shows that they've created a platform where they can go absolutely anywhere and to be able to watch how they've reported that drip feeded the uh, the information throughout the year and also we've been able to report it to um listeners as well i mean it's just been it's been a fun ride definitely fun ride and obviously they've reciprocated as well by uh, by taking on, giving us all the questions and going back. I mean, some have been great questions. Some have been absolutely just out of the park, like, what the hell? <laughs> I remember, I know which one you're talking about when the guy was talking about first party games. I was going to say, what was that guy's name? <laughs> yeah, that guy. We'll find out that guy. There's some listeners out there who will point out that guy. You know who you are. <laughs> but it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. And um, yeah, I look forward to seeing uh, more moments that will stick, <laughs> to stick out in the coming year. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, Sue, that was a, a great question. I'm sure we'll have um, a lot more things to say about that as the year goes on. But um, we have a uh, we have a little bit of time actually to um, throw some questions your way. We're going to put you on the hot seats. Uh, so, listeners, um, obviously, we had a lot of new listeners last week. If you're back this week, thank you for supporting the show. We're just two guys who've been in the industry for a very long time. I'm the PlayStation expert. Alex is a Nintendo expert, so you get a really good view and opinions on PlayStation products. Uh, we started this thing a few weeks ago where uh, a listener will tweet questions to late, at latest PS5, which are specifically for Alex, and people will email the latest PS5 at gmail.com, which are questions that Alex will give me. And we kind of just have a bit of fun with it and stuff like that. But Alex is a bully um, and gives me, sh- you know, he just doesn't doesn't help me in any way, shape, or form. You're also the easiest to even, mate. You're also the easiest bloody hell. I don't even, I mean, Listen, no question is more stupid than what is the PS2 clock speed? What the flipping blue hell kind of question is that? My hardest question for you, which you got wrong, is how do you pronounce H-Hatch? H-Hatch? It's Hey Archie, man. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, we've got a few questions to kind of stump uh, for me today. Uh, and they're going to be based around the PlayStation 3. So obviously, uh, in commemoration of the PlayStation 5 launch, UK side and, and, and Europe, uh, we just thought we'd ask some questions about uh, PlayStation 3 launch. And uh, see how much uh, Mr. Mr. PlayStation know. actually knows about the PlayStation 3. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. All right, so first question, we're going, we're going straight into it. Yeah. And remember, you've got 10 seconds to answer each one of these questions. Hit me. PlayStation 3 was launched in what year? 10? No. 2007. It was broken. Oh, two, uh, six. 2006. Four, three. Oh, okay. We have a bonus question. The uh, the PlayStation Slim was released in what year? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. 9? I should have said the three 2009? Five, but, very good. Very the good. only reason that the only reason the only reason the only reason I remember that was a year after United won the Champions League, <laughs> because they were talking about doing a limited edition United one, and I remember that the slim wow. what the and it was heavy rain. That's why heavy rain. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is this is this is another question. If you want to throw you away, the PlayStation Three was discontinued in what year? Bloody hell, man! This is still not going. Nine, um, eight, seven. Discontinued, discontinued. Five, discontinued. Four, three, two. 2018. That was just a guess. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck knows. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. It was I obvious. Knew... 2016, mate. Come on. <laughs> I, no, like, it's weird, though, because, like, 
Oh, you mean discontinued because it's obviously whatever was left was still like, selling. Yeah, I, so yeah, produced anyway. I think I'm remembering um, when yeah, they said it was the last. last uh, <laughs> what was the report? It was like the last brand new sold PS3 was sold in Brazil in 2018. Brazil? That was the last like official one that went through. That's probably why I was. I didn't realize discontinued. Uh, Never mind. Well, it's fine. Yeah. Terrible. Anyway, we've got a couple of bonus questions for you. I mean, that was just question one. But anyway, let's just roll on to the next one. Uh, okay, so this one actually comes from uh, one of our friends. Uh, his name's Leighton Irwin. What's up, Leighton? Um, he's actually from Sacramento. Yeah, and he's actually Sacramento, got a little spiel before he gets that? this question out. Sacramento, man. That's America somewhere, right? Right, listeners? I think that's near San Francisco, um, isn't it? Hello, team. My name is Leighton from Sacramento. What's up? I was introduced to your episode a few back, uh, for a few weeks back, I'm guessing, and it's great. Uh, I went back and listened to them all. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, for the early ones are a bit embarrassing, but anyway. Uh, the show really fits for me, as I love both PlayStation and Nintendo. Nintendo. Thank you very much. Um, you mentioned two... You mentioned to message what, 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 what? All right. You mentioned what in what we're getting at launch. Okay, cool. Yeah, you mentioned what we're getting at launch. The PlayStation Five. Uh, basically, he's asking us what we're getting for launch. I'm guessing. The we spoke about that 5, last week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's basically yeah, yeah. The Miles Morales, yeah, uh, Miles Morales Ultimate Edition, uh, Devil May Cry Five, Demon Souls, and NBA Two K. That's what it's getting. Fair enough. Um, also, you mentioned a few episodes ago to tweet questions for your Twitter. For Alex to email questions for Sonny, as we've just said, here are some questions for Sonny. I hope they are used. Okay, well, you're you're, you're you know you're in luck, Mr. Layton, Mr. Irwin uh, from Sacramento. Uh, we're going to throw a couple of questions your way, uh, and they're going to be based on uh, one of your favorite games, and it's still from the PlayStation 3 era, so it kind of all works. Oh, out. this is a bullshit! You switched the subject. Oh, <laughs> this did. It's oh, all PlayStation 3, man. Come on, let's go. Wow. So can you name all the God of War games on PlayStation consoles? In order. Okay. Uh, so the original, I can't do, I can, I can list it, but obviously I can't do it in 10 seconds. So there's the God of War, God of War 2. Then there was God of War, Chains of Olympus and the Collection. There was God of War 3, Ghost of Sparta. <laughs> I can't answer. T- I'm answering over edit. There was th- another collection. I think it was like Origins or some shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was God of War Ascension, and then they did the n- another collection. There's been loads of collections, There's and then there was uh, uh, there was one more before 2000 was remastered. <laughs> I think you missed out. You missed uh, out one. Mate. You missed out one. Ragnarok. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fuck you're, off, you're, man. You're, Shut up, man. I was right. You, you, you can't say Ragnarok. <laughs> you joker. Absolutely. That was oh. right, mate. Mate, I smashed that thing. Because that's a hard question. Because there's loads of flipping collections. I mean, you know, you know the rules of the game. He's got 10 seconds to answer the question. That means 10 seconds he can't Google. He has to just pretty much go back into his mind palace and find out anything about PlayStation that he can figure out. And that's hard. That's brutal. But yeah, for the question. 12. 13. There's 12 games, all right, on PlayStations. And that's including handhelds. All right, then. Well, yeah, yeah, thanks. The question's over now. We're going to go on to question two. Uh, can you name both of Kratos' wives and children? Ten. Atreus. Nine, eight. Oh, seven. Seven. Calliope. Calliope. Four. Three. Lysandra. Two. One. Uh, you say Lysandra? Yeah. I think we can take that. Yeah, well done, man. Brilliant. Yeah, the only reason I knew that is because I couldn't remember the daughter's name, then I just remembered the cutscene where he's like, Calliope! <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, so basically both of Kratos' wives and children are Atreus. That's a, that's a smart Faye. trick question. It is a, yeah, it is. Uh, Faye and Lysandra. So, uh, yeah, man, you did pretty well on that. That was that was really cool. Um, okay, then. Uh, and the last question for you is PlayStation 3 related. <clears throat> Can you tell me what the final sales figures were for the PlayStation 3? 10 seconds, 9 seconds, 8 Seven, eighty-six million. Two, one. Eighty-six. Yeah, I said it's, it was eighty-six point something million. Oh uh, well, we were actually looking for the exact number, so I'm afraid eighty-six point eight. No, you're completely off, mate. It was actually eighty-seven point 
four million. So um, yeah, off by a few million there. You're not getting enough credits as the Sony count, man. I mean, they. You know, that's close. That's close. Well, uh, whatever. It's a shit question. Bad. You got you got more than none. So uh, yeah, thanks for the questions, uh, especially from uh, Sacramento. Thank you very much. And uh, Sue from the UK. Right. Uh, yeah, you didn't too bad. So, <laughs> you didn't too bad, dude. Listeners. I do still think you need to go back to like PlayStation um, uh, College and, and get it. Nah, bro. <laughs> I, I got them right. You you screw me over. <laughs> listeners. Okay, listeners. Okay, we're going to put it to a poll. Okay, a oh. poll. I want you guys to say if I was right on it. Okay, somebody Google. I'm going to Google how many God of War games there are. All right. <laughs> while, while we're on show. Yeah, so really you can right. talk to... <laughs> you talk to the go on, talk to the fans. Go on, talk to the fans. Right, yeah, well, 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 you're games. games. Uh, um, as always, we're going to be throwing questions back. We're going to try and stomp each other in each episode and just see how far it can go, really. And if you fans out there have any really pushing questions, games. I mean, just anything, whether it's going to be from the uh, the Sony camp from from day one all the way till now, that could be the tech side, it could be the hardware, it could be it could be software, it could be the games, it could be about the actual company itself. Just throw them down at our email. Which is, Twelve um, games on oh. PlayStation consoles. I was right. Thank you very much. You cannot shout 12 God of War games in 10 seconds unless you're Eminem. Not only really, really nah, good at it. Nah, I named them <laughs> even after you counted. Uh, yeah, yeah, but the rules are, the rules state, you know, you got 10 seconds, I'm not going to say. But anyway, if you've got any more of these questions, which can easily stump either one of us, uh, yeah, just um, email it to uh, the latest PS5 at gmail.com uh, or if you're on Twitter. Uh, at the latest PS5 so uh, we look forward to hearing your questions guys and uh, yeah it's, it's going to be a lot of fun stumping Sonny <laughs> on the next round and next week that's got, actually going to be me isn't it so, uh, and listeners uh, feel free to just, feel, feel free feel free to mix the questions up so he don't know what it's about right because oh. that's some next level bullshit you know shithousery <laughs> on Mr. Sylvester's part this week chucking in PS3 then God of War as well what the fuck but um, keep listeners, as I mentioned, thank you very much for listening. We will be talking more about um, sales figures, you know. So we'll have hopefully the hardware launch figures um, per territory next week, as well as obviously game sales again. We will be talking more about the reviews, upcoming schedules, and things like that. So um, yeah, keep an eye out, and hopefully and, next and, week. And well, what, what hands on impression, mate. <laughs> Hands on impression. We'll have our hands. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, anyway. I'm warning you all now. Alex will be verbally jizzing over Astro's playroom. Uh, yeah, uh, verbally <laughs> and physically. But anyway, <laughs> that's for another show. <laughs> Excellent listeners. Thank you very much for listening. Alex, you have the final word. Um, play has no limits unless you're Xbox. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wow. <laughs>